Greetings, everyone. In today's episode, we embark on a journey into the realm of the divine elixir known as 5-MeO-DMT. Together, we'll explore the transformative effect of this extraordinary substance, delving into the multifaceted benefits across various ceremonial contexts. I've personally experienced its remarkable versatility, witnessing its profound impact on different aspects of my life during diverse ceremonial settings. Join me as we unravel the mysteries and tap into the awe-inspiring potentials of what some refer to as the God Molecule. Throughout my spiritual journey, I discovered that engaging with psychedelics resonated with me on multiple levels. My thorough exploration revealed numerous documents hinting at the pervasive use of psychedelic medicine in various cultures throughout our ancestral history. One particular poignant example is a 1,000-year-old shaman's bag, a cultural artifact containing an assortment of psychedelic compounds that hold personal significance for me. This pre-Inca Tiwanaku civilization artifact contained compounds such as benzoylycanin, a metabolite of cocaine, bufotine, an alkaloid in psychedelic snuff powder, silicin, the active agent in magic mushrooms, harmine, and dimethyltryptamine, the active ingredients in a psychedelic tea known as ayahuasca. We already knew the psychotropics were important in the cultural and religious activities of the South Central Andes, but we did not know that these people were using so many different compounds as possibly combining them together said anthropologist Jose Capriles of Penn State. In the book entitled The Immortality Key, written by Brian C. Morarescu, he also dove deep into the catacombs of the Vatican to unveil the many used psychotropic tools the Catholic Church used to use and also have documented. From a Vox article that dives into this topic, they state, the author, a lawyer and a classicist who spent about 12 years exploring how the ritualized use of psychedelics in Greece spilled into the early Christianity, tells of the nature of the role is hard to pin down because the evidence is so scant and we're just beginning to piece it all together. But there are good reasons to think that psychedelics were central features of early Christian sacraments. From this point onwards, my fascination deepened as I pondered how these tools were integrated into everyday life in the past. Recognizing the universal nature of the human experience, I figured our ancestors likely grappled with comparable anxiety and trauma-related challenges. Contemplating the profound interconnectedness between humans and the tools provided by nature, I perceived that there must have been a key to establish a symbiotic relationship with nature. Embracing various plants, compounds, and other elements. Mastering the art of utilizing these resources, as nature has bestowed upon us, holds the secret to unlocking a harmonious connection with the divine. Understanding the efficacy of simple elements like honey for digestive well-being and overall physical health, I postulated that similar effects could be attributed to other plants and psychotropic compounds. It became evident that ancient cultures and the wisdom they possessed were well aware of these benefits, forming an intrinsic link between humanity and the healing properties of nature. Harnessing this knowledge for our well-being has the potential to elevate the human experience to new heights. In my journey, I've engaged in various ceremonies, 
ranging from the classic Terence McKenna-inspired heroic dose of psilocybin mushrooms to what I consider the CrossFit equivalent of psychedelics, nine intense ayahuasca ceremonies within a 10-day span set against the challenging backdrop of the Amazon jungles of Peru. Amidst these diverse experiences, one revelation that distinctly stood out was my encounter with the God molecule, 5-MeO-DMT, also known as Bufo olivarius, Jaguar, Sapo, Yopo, 5-methoxy-dimethyltryptamine, among other names. This relatively novel medicine in the psychedelic space has yet to be fully explored by many psychonauts, with only a handful having undergone the profound journey of a complete ceremonial experience. In contrast to the prevalent recreational use through vape pens, as observed in a few trip reports on the internet, it's crucial to emphasize that 5-MeO-DMT demands the utmost respect and caution. While some may choose to incorporate it into a social setting or parties, it's imperative to approach this medicine with deep sense of responsibility. As with most psychotropic tools, it should be administered in specific forms and not abused. Responsible use is paramount ensuring that the transformative potential of this substance is harnessed in a manner that respects both the individual and the sacred nature of the experience. Having undergone specialized courses during my time in Vancouver, British Columbia, I've marveled at the profound impact this medicine could achieve in a remarkably short span of time. The 5-MeO-DMT experience for me unveiled a direct connection to the divine. Unlike encounters featuring fractals, extraterrestrial entities, or mystical patterns, often attributed to the workings of the ego, my journey with the five revealed a stark simplicity. While the allure of beautiful imagery can be enchanting, I believe that in the pursuit of enhancing the human experience and seeking guidance, such visuals may distract from the genuine work needed to confront fears and traumas. Let me clarify. Appreciating aesthetically pleasing scenes is undoubtedly a pleasant aspect, but it's crucial to recognize their role in the broader context. In my perspective, true growth and self-discovery arises when we engage with the internal challenges and complexities rather than being captivated solely by external beauty. It's important to note that my observations are personal, and I don't intend for them to serve as universal example. I'm merely a humble individual sharing my unique journey and insight. My initial encounter with the five was nothing short of extraordinary. I opted for an introductory dose of vaporized 2 to 3 milligrams of 5-MeO. As I began returning from the immersive experience, I found myself caught in an internal dialogue, a dual struggle between my mind urging me to get up, don't be selfish, let others take their turns, come on, hurry up and my body advising me to stay there a bit longer and take your time. There's no rush. Easy does it. Upon sitting up, my eyes met those of my mentor, Trina. I shared with her the conflicting thoughts in my mind. And in response, she offered me a gentle gaze, saying, Sergio, if your best friend was in your place, what would you tell him? What would you wish for him? In that moment, a surge of emotion akin to 20,000 volts shock into the heart, overwhelmed me. Tears streamed down my face as I grasped the realization that I had consistently prioritized others over myself, neglecting to create space for my own needs. This profound moment illuminated me to the transformative power of the five. 
To date, I've participated in over 50 ceremonies, each contributing to my own personal growth. Inspired by my transformative experience, I've taken on the role of facilitator, aiming to share this profound journey with others who, like me, seek improvement and enlightenment. Guided by the proven protocols passed down by my mentor Trina from Toad School in BC, our ceremonies follow an incremental format designed to guide participants gently into the transformative holy rebirth. Research supports the efficacy of gradual dose approach, starting from a 2 mg, progressing to 4 to 6 mg, and culminating into an 8 to 12 mg dose. This method has shown great overall benefits compared to jumping straight into a heroic dose. In my personal journey with the five, I've culminated a deeper connection with my spirit, unearthing profound realizations about my patterns and triggers. It's akin to having a premium YouTube account, shielding you from those disruptive commercials that tend to interlude at the most inconvenient moments during your video. A metaphorical reflection of navigating life with enhanced clarity and focus. I've discovered that 5-MeO-DMT served as an excellent supplement distinguished by its unique pharmacology that facilitates frequent use without lingering fatigue or drowsiness post-ceremony. In my experience, there hasn't been any discernible physical dangers, and I haven't come across documentation detailing the effects of overuse. Overconsumption, however, has been noticed, but if you are going to take over 50 milligrams of 5 vaporized just to trip balls, well, you had it coming. I even read somewhere that someone did 200 milligrams of 5-MeO-DMT. And let me tell you, that did not end well. Sadly, but again, with great power comes great responsibility, Peter. Shout out to the MCU. While exercising caution, akin to avoiding the overconsumption of excessive number of apples at once, incorporating 5-MeO-DMT as a supplement has proven beneficial for microdosing in the morning, enhancing my meditation experience. This practice seems to grant my ego a well-deserved nap, allowing me to concentrate on the task as a hand without unnecessary distractions. Additionally, I've explored an encephalated version of 5-MeO-DNT, utilizing a mix curated by my mentor, comprising rapé or hapé without tobacco and 5-MeO, this blend offers a smoother experience in the nasal passage, mitigating the intense stinging sensations associated with directly encephalating pure 5-MeO. The use of this hape-rape mix not only minimizes discomfort, but also enhances the overall enjoyment of the experience. Moreover, this method boasts a more prolonged duration compared to the vaporized version. I likened it to treating oneself to a coffee date, an overdue, well-deserved conversation that one might have been putting off. Taking the time to engage in a profound dialogue with oneself has afforded me the opportunity to delve deep into my thoughts, allowing for a heightened level of awareness. It is not that I wasn't aware before, but with the five, it's as if you become conscious in a manner akin to realizing that a close family member or dear friend is engaging in behaviors that may harm them. Now you find yourself offering advice from a non-dual state, presenting a unique perspective. Picture the feeling of a trusted friend reaching out for a coffee meetup to discuss issues with their job, relationships, or any other life matter, relying on your wisdom for guidance. This sensation experienced through the lens of the five is something I've never anticipated feeling 
let alone viewing my internal dialogue in such a profoundly supportive way. I've also integrated the encephalated method into my healing and meditative practice, particularly in the realm of tantric healing. Struggling with low self-esteem for a significant portion of my life, issues related to body acceptance and prioritizing my own needs were ever-present. Utilizing a meditative approach with a low dose of encephalated 5-MeO-DMT intranasally has proven a transformative avenue for exploring my sexuality, inner masculinity, and tantric spirit. This introspective journey has granted me a clear perspective on the inherent power within our own eros. The resulting boost in confidence and energy has allowed me to perceive myself through the lens of love. Fostering a more compassionate outlook, not only towards myself, but also toward those around me. It's a profound realization that love serves as a fundamental building blocks of life. And as cliche as it may sound, the notion that love conquers all holds true. I believe our ancient cultures comprehended this truth, and the use of psychedelics served as a foundational tool to better understand the workings of nature and the universe. In a podcast, Graham Hancock once suggested that every person in positions of power and government should be required to undergo at least six ceremonies of ayahuasca. I wholeheartedly agree. In the psychedelic circles, there's a popular saying, religious people talk about God all the time. People who do psychedelics talk to God. There's a difference. This sentiment underscores the transformative and direct connection to the divine wisdom that psychedelics can offer, setting them apart from mere discussions about spirituality. So, in conclusion, if like me, you've chosen to explore psychedelics as a means to amplify your spiritual growth, it's crucial to approach this journey with unwavering caution, respect, and above all, a commitment to integrate the profound knowledge you acquired. Take the time to process these experiences thoroughly, and with patience, you'll gradually unravel deeper insights into yourself and the intricacies of the human experience.